you for joining me for another Sunday Afternoons with Reverend Lucretia. I'm so glad you're here. And so the name of today's talk is Love Does Not Mean Control. And the song is Love is the Answer by England Dan and John Ford Coley. If you would like to listen to the song before you hear the talk, just go ahead and click on the link below. It will be in the description. So we're going to be talking about the fact that love is energy. It is in absolutely unlimited supply because it comes from God. We're going to be talking about the Celestine prophecy quite a lot today. We're going to be talking about opening your heart. I will open my heart. You open yours. We will follow whoever has the strongest instinct when it comes time to make a decision and no one controls the other. God's love is 100% unconditional, but we as humans get stuck in ways of love that are not healthy. So we're going to be talking about that. Love is energy. All that exists comes from this energy. So there are different kinds of loves. We will be talking about that scripturally. We are seeking to be better examples of healthy love between equals where no one has more power than the other. So before I go any further, let's just go ahead and review the lyrics for this song. Again, it is Love is the Answer by England Dan and John Ford Coley. Name your price, a ticket to paradise. I can't stay here anymore. And I've looked high and low. I've been from shore to shore to shore. If there's a shortcut, I'd have found it, but there's no easy way around it. Light of the world, shine on me. Love is the answer. Ask the man in your heart for the answer, and when you feel afraid, love one another. When you've lost your way, love one another. And when your hopes run out, love one another. Light of the world, shine on me. Love is the answer. Shine on us all. Set us free. Love is the answer. So we're going to be talking quite a bit about the Celestine Prophecy. It came out in 1993. It was written by James Redfield. He has over 60 different titles now. But when the original one came out, there were nine insights. He is now up to the 12th insight. So you can Google him and you will see all of the books that he has written since then. But we will be talking about the original one that came out in 1993. So we're talking about the fact that we need to connect with a flow of energy. Stop taking energy from others. We have this false belief system that we don't have enough energy. The reality is that's not true at all. All of the energy that we ever will need comes from God, our source, our infinite supply. But sometimes we get off balance and we believe that we don't have enough energy and so we have to take energy from other people. So we're going to work on changing that. We're going to tap into that energy using love. We connect with God by giving love, by helping others, thinking loving thoughts about others, caring for them and sending love out. Love and unity, doing for others, that raises our level of vibration and that is contagious. So we are constantly connecting and living with divine energy from God. The way to get most in touch with it is by appreciation of the earth, wildlife, plants, another person to get into the state of love. We fill up with the energy to is available to all of us. We start noticing the coincidences in our life. He talks about all of this in the book that lead us to the direction that we are supposed to be going to. We stay changed when we live as much as our life in this love state as we possibly can. Stop taking energy the way we've been programmed to do it our whole lives. Again, we were taught this by our parents. We're not blaming anyone. We're just saying we were taught this. And so we learned that the way to get more energy is from taking it from other people. 
we learn control dramas and we keep up the patterns that we were taught. So we're gonna be talking quite a lot about the four control dramas that we live by. We lead, need to learn a new way of being in the world and take energy from source and not from people. We must remain in truth. Conflict and fear are the two obstacles that get in our way, that kick us out of balance, that take us away from source, that make us believe that we don't have enough energy. We need to always have a connection with God and we get that by staying in appreciation. We talk about the fact that gratitude is the fastest way to open the door to feeling that energy coming in and having a constant flow with divine love. We will be talking about evolving into higher vibrational spiritual beings. And as we do this, we change and society eventually changes. And it's not about opposition or anger. We experience more coincidences and we open ourselves up more and they push us along into what our actual purpose of what we should be doing. That's what the book is all about. So we're going to go into a little bit of the detail about what the four control dramas are. So this book has been compared to the I Am discourses because it is so dominant in terms of opening up people's way of looking at the spiritual world. It's about the energy transfer from person to person. People think that they have to compete for limited amounts of energy. That's not true at all. All energy comes from source, which is totally 100% unlimited. We don't ever have to take energy from other people. We boost ourselves up by falling into one of four control dramas. And when we are aware of it, we can extinguish energy flare-ups. So energy flare-ups is when we're having difficult conversations, conflicts with people, and the energy becomes overwhelmingly strong. We can avoid energy drains when we start to understand more of these control dramas that we're talking about. And we can learn how to give and receive energy in a more positive way. So uh, Redfield believes that humans are all fields of energy. We don't have enough in, in ourselves unless we open to the power of God. Once we open ourselves up to the flow of God's energy within us, then we are all powerful and we are all strong. When we connect with that energy, we resolve what he calls the deep existential insecurity. Until then, until we learn how to do that, we try to get energy from other people. So as you know, where energy attention goes, energy flows. And when two people turn their attention to each other, they literally merge energy fields, he says. So the issue then becomes who is going to control this accumulated energy? If one can dominate, managing to get the other to defer to his point of view, to look at the world in his way, then this person has captured both energies as his own. And he feels an immediate rush of power, security, self-worth, and even euphoria, he says. But those positive feelings are one at the other person's expense, for the dominated individual feels off-center, anxious, and drained of energy. So the goal is to learn how to be in relationship where no one takes energy away from the other person, where each person is fully supplied with all their own needs by receiving the pure energy from God. There is a subtle energy that exists everywhere. It is the basis of all things and it is totally unlimited. The human perception of energy starts with an increased awareness of beauty. As we said before, you open yourselves up to the beauty in people, in animals, in plants, in ecosystems, and that has a very high level of that energy. And when that appears particularly beautiful and you can tap into that, you will raise your energy, your vibration level. Since we believe we must compete for this energy, drawing it from others and protecting ourselves from others, taking away our energy, we are totally out of alignment with the truth. So 
let's look at the four control dramas that happen throughout our lives. So we'll see them in our own selves. And once we can understand them in our own selves, we can stop doing them. And we will be able to notice them in other people. So what he calls them energy theft, four types of energy theft. The first is the intimidator. This is someone who takes energy by threat and forces people to pay attention using fear. The second is the interrogator. This steals energy by judging and questioning others and makes others feel inferior by finding fault with them. The third is the aloof person. So this person gets energy by acting coy and hard to get. They don't give personal inf information out. They are very guarded. They often act clueless, like they don't have any idea. They tell redundant stories over and over again to give out information that isn't actually uh, emotionally involved with their lives. And then the fourth one is the poor me. And you can probably relate to this a lot. This is where you make others feel guilty, you complain about problems, but you're not actually looking for a solution. So I'm sure you've had the experience of being with friends or loved ones who complain all the time about everything that's wrong and you say, well, have you tried this or can you try this or maybe this will work for you? And they just immediately shut you down. They're not actually looking to get answers. They're just looking to drain you of your energy. There are some times where you just walk away from people after spending time with them and you just feel 100% drained. That's what we're talking about today. So you can see how these four types of behaviors drain your energy. But once you start to notice them, you'll see them everywhere. And it's a real eye opener because you can experience other people doing them and say, hey, they're going into that place. And you can also watch your own self and your own behavior so that you can stop yourself from doing this. You need to understand that this is unconscious, that there are different levels of this draining activity. Some people drain a whole lot. Some people drain a little. Some people who are really, really spiritually connected, who have the energy source coming from God, they don't feel that way at all. They don't make you feel drained. They actually uplift you. So you'll be able to see that energy as well. Everything is, is energy, he says. This is not a philosophy. This is physics. I love the way he puts it. So the goal is to see which pattern is dominant in you so you can change how you interact with others. And you can see what other people are doing and understand that they are low on energy. And that's why they're doing it. This is the only way they know. So again, this is subconsciously. They're not choosing to drain you of all the energy and make you feel horrible. It's just that this is the only way that they know. So the solution is to understand that there is a divine source of energy. There is abundant and infinite energy. Open up to the divine, change your perception, and go to a place of gratitude. So we talk all the time about gratitude is the fastest way to get you connected to source again. So when you're interacting with other people and you're in a challenging situation and you feel like you're being drained, go to the gratitude place and ask yourself, what can I appreciate in this person? And what can I be grateful for about this person? That way you will already open yourself up to source energy and you will pull in the divine love and that's what will change everything. The first step is getting out of the control drama and that's to have the awareness of when you're falling into them or when you're in the presence of someone who is doing that to you. Whenever a control drama is occurring, it is always a reminder to reconnect with the force of divine love. Stop, relax, and know that some problems are not yours to fix. Fill your heart with as much love and energy as you can. Continue to hold that connection no matter what. Remember to always get back to source. Fill up your own heart with love and energy. Go out in nature and admire God's work. Always get back to gratitude. And again, the two ways to do that other than gratitude or to 
do meditation that will always get you connected to source again and also through music and he talks about that that's one of the ways to get yourself back connected to source again send loving energy to the other person and appreciate the good in them so note that people go into these control dramas when they are feeling low in energy so they're doing this because they feel like they need your energy because they don't have enough so pay attention to that and understand that they're not connected to god when they're doing this once you start to recognize these patterns you can change them in yourself and understand them for what they are in others always remember there is an infinite source of energy all around us we don't ever need to control others to get what we need god is good and everywhere presence in the air that we breathe so i'm going to go ahead and read a couple of quotes from scripture there are 686 references to love when we go into the new international version i'm going to start with the first corinthians 13 which you all know so well if i speak the tongues of men or of angels but do not have love i am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal if i have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge and if i have faith that can move mountains but i do not have love i am nothing later in first corinthians 13 4 it says love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs so matthew 22 37 says jesus replied love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. John 13.34, A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so must you love one another. And Psalm 17.7, Show me the wonders of your great love, you who save by your right hand those who take refuge in you from their foes. I just love that one. So I wanted to get a little bit of another new thought perspective. And so we're going to talk, uh, Reverend James Lewis had a, an article about the different kinds of love. And we're going to be talking about agape love. So in the Greek, there were four words or five words, depending on who you're studying, for the different kinds of love. The unconditional agape love is the kind that is the one that comes from God. All the other ones are conditional human love. There is the family group love, and that's highly conditional. There is friend love. There is passion love and there is romantic love so all of the first four or five have conditions I will love you if the agape is the totally 100% unconditional love and that says I will love you whether so I will love you whether you are nice to me I love you whether I'm having a bad day I will love you whether the weather is nice I will love you no matter what's going on outside I will still love you it is a greater expression of love it is God's love for us 100% unconditional God loves us whether we love him or not no matter who we are or what we did God loves us love is freely given it is patient and kind and there are no conditions on it it is spiritual love it is called agape it never ends it never fails it will endure forever it is the only thing that is considered to be perfect 
So I found an article by Eric Butterworth. He gave a talk on binding versus bonding, and he's talking about healthy love versus not healthy love. So bonding, he says, is the movement between individuals to develop an interconnectedness, a love, mutual trust, and sharing and caring, a transcendent awareness so strong that there's oneness, even in separation. There's no holding on. A binding love is all that is not working towards bonding. The binding process takes place within us and it blocks the flow, which breaks the interconnectedness. We begin to think selfishly, we worry, and we have negative feelings. It can be said that the first bond in the universe is the bond between God and man. It is a constant. Lao Tzu in 16 in 600 BC said, divine love is beyond relations. It is how a person lives, getting centered in the individual fountain within, the inner bonding with source. So you'll always be spiritually with God as a bondage between ourselves and the infinite process. We are always in serious unity with all persons, but we're not all aware of it. This is the universal aspect of love. When the bonding turns into binding, this is an unconscious tendency to try to change people, make them over, turn them into what they're not. Any relationship should be a bonding of peers in which there is no need for dominance or submission or satisfying possessiveness. If you take away the binding activity and begin bonding, you will be moving towards selflessness the willingness to share, mutual helpfulness, creating a bridge of oneness, wholeness, and love. We look to our primal bonding with the spirit and we stop looking to persons to fulfill us. There needs to be space and togetherness of the people who are truly bonded. So Cahil Gibran said, let there be space in your togetherness. Be open to the inner guidance, consciously keep standing in the creative flow, which is the fountainhead for those who are transcendent in nature. Believe and act as if there's a perfect bond in that consciousness. No separation, no breaks in connectedness with God. Give thanks that this bond exists between you, which you envision is within you now and should keep you forever in perfect peace. So, the Celestine Prophecy also came out under, as a movie, and I watched the movie twice this week. And although I read the book over 20 years ago, several times, when I watched the movie recently, it was like all of these light bulbs were going off, and it just made so much sense to me. And it was like I was saying, I get it. I really get it. It's about a shift in perception. It's about the change that happens when you start to see beauty everywhere. St. Francis was considered a great man because he could see beauty where others couldn't. It reminds me of my constant desire to reign always in a state of gratitude. That absolutely changes everything. Gratitude opens the door for everything. There's much more to the world than you think. It is an energy that is constant if you can keep yourself open to it. It talks about synchronicity. Start seeing connections everywhere. Find your guidance. Discover why you're really here. It's like connecting the dots to get a really big picture. Everyone you will meet will show you something. That was a quote from the movie. And they talk about the fact that every single person that was brought into your life is a teacher. We've talked about that before, how they are all brought into your life to learn the lessons that you need to learn so that you can expand and grow and go on the path that you're meant to go on so you can be the person that you're supposed to be. 
We will stop building ourselves up by taking energy from others. Source is always inside us, but we have to maintain that connection. There is always something more right here in front of your eye if you will just keep yourself open to it and pay attention to what's going on around you. When you lose the connection, it feels like the other person is undermining your confidence. So when you're going through one of these controlled dramas, the other person is taking your energy away and it feels like I felt weak, he says, I couldn't think straight. And there has been evidence showing now in research about neurological uh, behavior that can be shown on a, on a diagram that shows you that when you're in a state of anxiety and fear and when you're feeling drained, you actually cannot make the same brain connections. You can't actually come up with the words. Many times people say to me, I just couldn't come up with the words. I was so bent out of shape, I couldn't think straight. And that is a reality. They can now prove that with research of the brain. So she says, so there's a love story that's going on in the background of all of this. And the hero is talking to this woman that he wants to be in relationship with. And she says, God, it's amazing how easy it is to lose yourself around people. And she's talking about the fact that she up until now has lost herself in relationships with men. And she doesn't want to do that anymore because she's been working so hard to build up her spiritual source. And she's talking about how he is controlling of her and she doesn't want to fall into that trap again. And she says, you're controlling because you're scared and it's wearing me down. One person gets insecure and starts controlling and wanting more from the other and the other gets threatened and backs away. It doesn't have to be that way. Both people can stay connected and whoever is the strongest intuition leads. There is no competition. The control is shared. Instead of taking energy from each other, you give energy all the time, no matter what. So even if you're in a situation that's very difficult, you keep on giving energy. Giving energy never stop. When someone energy increases, you can see it. It felt like a kind of completeness and a wholeness. It was unmatched euphoria. So when people are connected really well and the energy is flowing back and forth, it just magnifies, it is amplified. You're talking about love, he says, and she says, yes, it gets amplified. The more energy you give back and forth, the stronger and more energy and the more love there is. Trying to control isn't the answer. You find your true God experience and there is just one truth and that is love. The guidance within evolves the world towards a heaven that is already here. To know that is to know our destiny. And we've talked many times about the fact that heaven is here when you open yourself up to experiencing it. So I used to be that person. I was insecure and frightened and I tried to get energy from others and the push and the pull was absolutely exhausting. It's taken me all of my life to understand that no one outside me can ever fix anything that is wrong inside me. I have loved for long periods of time deeply and I always have gotten in my own way because of my insecurities. I understand now that you don't ever have to get anything from everybody else. Everything that you need comes from the Lord, the source, the God that lives inside you. All you have to do is stay connected to that source power. I understand now that I have everything I will ever need as long as I stay connected to source, living in a state of constant gratitude for God's love and all of the different appearances that it makes in my life. Always, for sure, remember, light of the world, shine on me. Love is the answer. Thank you so very much. I hope this was helpful for you. If you'd like to know more about my ministry, head on over to lostinsideministry.com. I send you on your way with many blessings.